Come on. They're right there. Let's go. Move, 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 move. It was actually Zeno. Um, he was a very successful merchant. Um, he was a very successful merchant, right? And uh, he pretty much came to financial ruin and then through his coming to financial ruin like you were just talking about right so he had you know he had some things that happened in his life that you know changed his entire aspect of things mm -hmm. and then he developed stoicism and i think you can kind of expound upon you know where it actually started which I, I i draw some commonalities between how stoicism started and then kind of like how the marine corps started <laughs> Um, you know, stoicism started on a porch, whereas mm -hmm. Marine Corps started at, you know, Tun Tavern or whatever else. But, you know, essentially he had a, he had a group of people that got together. I think they were all had to be very self-reflective in nature. Sure. It happened, um, you know, right after Alexander the Great, um, passed in the Hellenistic period in Greece. And, um, they really just had a lot of self-reflection. And then through that self-reflection, they came up with their core tenants, right? The core tenures of stoicism. Mm. Um, and they, it was, it's a eudaimonic type of philosophy and what eudaimonic means is like it's a way of living your life in order to have a fulfilled life um which is you know you know talk about religion religion is very eudaimonic in nature there's a way sure. it is that you're supposed to live your life and not live your life and obviously they talk about the afterlife a whole lot more than stoicism does um stoicism's argument with that would be i don't know what actually happens after i die all i know is that i have to face death sooner or later because none of us yep. come out of this world living so I might as well have a um, positive mindset in order to be able to deal with that, right? Sure, sure. Um, and then, you know, from Zeno, it just kind of continued on. Um, I don't think Stoicism's really big thing really happened once it came into Rome. And we all know, like, probably the most famous Stoic, I would say, is probably Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, definitely. Right? The, um, the, um, the philosopher king, as he is called, right? And then what we have that derives from that, you know, we have Seneca's letters, we have Epictetus's discourses, mm -hmm. and then we have Marcus Aurelius's meditations. And a lot of people don't realize that Marcus Aurelius didn't write those for public. No, that was yeah. that was for himself, and that was him dealing with the just I'm sure crushing weight of responsibility of you know running Rome. Oh yeah, <laughs> the and the entire empire. Yeah, the entire empire. I mean, yeah, the entire yeah. And here we are, like a man that is more powerful than any other person on the planet at the time. And you see how human he is and how self-reflective he is mm -hmm. throughout his meditations. And I mean, it just, um, it's just kind of profound when you think about it, that like here this guy is very much like showing his inner workings. And this type of philosophy helped him run an empire. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the beautiful things about Stoicism, because Stoicism as a whole it's applicable mm -hmm. right and um you know that's one of the things that the stoics very much had against you know the cynics um and the epicureans that kind of were you know not necessarily in competition but they all kind of derived at the same amount and same time and place was that you know this is practical this is something that you can use in your daily life and to an extent you know you can use it for your thoughts not too far you're marking a building Hit him. Yeah, that's good. That's a good shot. That's a funny, funny shot. Yeah. Funny.